Good morning, guys, wonderful people. Welcome again to another episode of Logos Zontanos, where we give focus to expressing the life of the Word of God. For the Word of God is living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing to the division of soul and of spirit, of joints and marrow, and discerning the thoughts and intentions of the heart. The Word of God is alive. Examine me, O Lord, and prove me. Try my reins and my heart. For thy loving kindness is before mine eyes, and I have walked in thy truth. I have not sat with vain persons, neither will I go in with dissemblers. I have hated the congregation of evildoers, and will not sit with the wicked. I will wash mine hands in innocency. So will I compass thine altar, O Jehovah, that I may publish with the voice of thanksgiving, and tell of all thy wondrous works. Your food is your protection, it's your sustainer, it is your medicine. Today we continue our study on Genesis chapter 1 from verse 26 to verse 31. In this study, we're looking at the warrior's identity. The warrior's identity is in three parts. It involves who he is. It involves what he does and it involves what he's supposed to be. All these three things God declares on the day he made these three declarations about man. So there are three declarations God made concerning man on the day he created man. These three declarations encompasses all that there is about man. When you go to the store and you buy an appliance, you get a manual. And that manual tells you what the appliance is. It tells you how to use that appliance and it tells you how to care for that appliance. This is the very thing that God is doing here. He has issued the mandate for man. He has issued the manual for man. And the Bible is man's manual. It's God's written manual for man. And if man is going to understand who he is, what he's supposed to be doing, and how he's supposed to be preserved, he has to go to that manual. And the very first chapter, the very first page of this manual tells you everything there is to know about man. But it requires some analysis. It requires some digging into and so it also requires some in-depth analysis concerning these things that God declares. And that's what we're doing. We're looking into the declaration God made about man, and we're trying to understand what it is that God is declaring. These teachings, my friend, is meant to help us to face the challenges of life and face it with the understanding of who you are and what you're supposed to be doing and how you're supposed to be preserved. When you have this basic understanding of who you are, Certain challenges have no impact on you at all. When you know who you are, you only fight the battles that are worth fighting. You only fight the battles that are worthy of your attention. Because when you know who you are, certain barks from certain dogs don't get your attention. And yes, my friends, when you know who you are, you can weather the storms. You can stand up against any demon, any devil and walk in your victory. We have been hearing of a lot of atrocities across our nation or children being abducted, and various things happening across our nation, people being offered as sacrifices. Now, as we engage these various evils of our society, 
We must face them with the basic understanding that we have the authority over every power of the enemy. We should not let fear grip us. So we begin to run in fear and quiver in fear running from what the enemy is doing. With this understanding, you can face these challenges like a mighty warrior that you are through Jesus Christ. We're analyzing the last uh, declaration God made concerning man. It begins in verse 29 of Genesis chapter 1. And this declaration that God made concerning man is what we are presently analyzing. And we are analyzing the very first part of this declaration. And that is where God says he has given to man every herb bearing seed for meat. And as we look at this particular uh, declaration, we see that the key word here is herb. And so that's the key to this passage. I've given you every herb bearing seed, which is upon the face of all the earth. And he's given us that for me. So as we analyze this, <laughs> as we analyze this, we want to see how this applies to us and how we can apply this to our lives and what it means to us, what it means for us. This word that is translated herb is the Hebrew word esave. And we have just concluded analyzing the ayin. The next two letters of this root word is the seen and the bait. Now the seen and the bait, the seen is the same letter sheen. However, with a dot on the left-hand side, it is seen. It's pronounced as our letter S. With the dot on the right-hand side, it's pronounced as sheen. That is equivalent to our SH sound in the English language. So, when you look at these letters, we see that we have already analyzed these letters. We have already analyzed the sheen. And if you want to go back and refresh your memory on that, you can look at episode, listen to episode 73 to episode 75 in this series. Also, we have already analyzed the bait. And the bait, you can hear that analysis in episode 51 to episode 54 in this series, series three. So we do not need to go over and analyze these letters again. What I will do is I'll refresh your memory as to what we learn about these two letters. And then we can put it all together to see what these letters mean and how they contribute to the meaning of a save, which is translated herb. So let us look at each of these letters. We are going to put them together to see how they contribute to the meaning of a save. The ayin shows us that it is the enlightenment that empowers us to extinguish the flames of anger. So we have seen that this is the quality of eradicating the negative or adverse situations of our lives. This word speaks to the concept of cleansing in its initiation. What's the initialization of this letter? Or this word rather it speaks of us eradicating negative things from our life the negative adverse situations of our lives so therefore when you take when you get rid of the negative out of your life you are actually cleansing your life so in its initialization this word speaks to cleansing that is the initial letter of this word speaks to cleansing that's the ayin 
We have also seen that this also indicates the quality that the potency of this word is one that has to be perceived. This is not something that is poured upon you just automatically. It's something you have to perceive. In other words, you have to be able to see and perceive the information or knowledge that this word has for you or the item that this word refers to as for you. It's an, it's an understanding or a wisdom that must be perceived. Therefore, the herb that God has given us for meat, it will cleanse us, it will purify us. But this knowledge must be acquired. The knowledge as to which herb benefits you in what way, that is something you have to acquire. You have to learn that knowledge. It is not something that is innate. You have to learn this. You have to acquire this. And in the beginning of time, Adam had to learn what herb was good for what, what herb brought him certain specific benefits. This is a knowledge you have to acquire. We have seen also that it is a transforming power that transforms your adversities into that which benefits you. We have seen that in the Ayin. It is a transforming power that transforms your adversities into that which benefits you. This speaks to growth and strength. So it is a quality of building up. Building you up and you developing and becoming strong. You're growing. This means that the herb that God has given us for meat will build us up. It will fuel our growth and strengthen and develop, and we will develop. So it builds us up, fueling our growth, strengthen and, and, and strengthen our development. It is also what you do in your moments of adversities that makes you go through the adversities and come out untouched by the adversities. We saw that when we analyzed the Ayin, that it speaks to you going through your moment of adversities and coming out untouched by those adversities. These two qualities speaks to making you immune to your adversities. That is the quality of development and strengthening and growth. These two qualities, this quality of growth and development, together with this quality of making you go through your adversities and coming out untouched by them, they are the ones that speak to making you immune to your adversities. So they speak to immunity. So therefore, the herb that God has given to you, it will build your immunity to the adversities of your world. Our bodies were built by God to fight off and to win against any virus or ailment. So the herbs that God has given to us for meat provides our bodies with the tools it needs to win that fight. Your body is built to last. Your body is built to, to um, what you'd call evolve, to face the challenges of its time. So the body that faced the times and challenges of the 1920s, if you bring that body into today's world, that body would go through a period of evolving so it can face the conditions of this time. Some will dare say that the body won't last, but our bodies are built to last. It's built by God to fight off any adversities and come out untouched by that adversity. In other words, our bodies, if we take care of it the way God tells us to take care of it, it will always come out untouched by these adversities, these ailments, these viruses, these diseases. 
We have challenges with diseases when we refuse to take care of our body like the manufacturer commands us to. When you do not take care of your appliance like the manufacturer tells you to, you will find out that the appliance does not last. So the herbs we, should, we are given for food, it aids our body in building immunity against anything that is adverse to us. We learn this from the iron. The next component in the iron is the sheen, or the scene rather. It shows us that the scene, it cleanses man, it transforms man, and it uplifts man. In all the analysis of the sheen, we come to understand that the sheen, it speaks to the completion of man. We saw that when you look at the sheen, and if you want to get the details of that, I advise that you go to listen to episode 73 to episode 75. So friends, that's the sheen. It speaks to the completion of man, making man complete. The bait shows us that it is the house in which man dwells. This refers to creation. So the bait refers to creation. It may also refer to the house where man resides. As well as it also refers to man's body as the house in which the spirit of man dwells. The bait, my friends, refer to that which embodies God. So creation as the embodiment of God, the bait represents that. Man as the embodiment of God, the bait represents that. Also, the word of God as the embodiment of God, the bait also represents that. So the bait speaks to creation, man, and the word of God. You can find out more details about the bait as you look at episode 51 to 54. As you look at this episode, we'll give you more details on concerning it. What have we learned here so far concerning this word essay by looking at these letters? Looking at these letters, we saw the component it brought to the word. We saw where one brought the idea of transformation, cleansing, and renewal. And we saw the other, how oh, it speaks to the completion of man, and the other speaks to the house of man. So what we have here in this word is the eyes, the fire, and the house. When you look at a statement that like this pictogram of the eye, the fire, and the house, what would that declare to you? The eyes sees and perceive. Not only sees and perceives, but it gives you wisdom. You gain wisdom, you gain insight. You, you, you're able to perceive things. The fire cleanses. It breaks things down into their lowest state, their lowest form. So in other words, it completes a cycle. Breaking it down to its lowest denominator. The bait, the house, speaks of that which embodies or contains or holds. Now this declares, my friends, the essay is declaring to us that it is the perception that completes the house of man. It's the perception, it's that which man perceives and understands that completes him and not just him, that completes his house. What's man's house? Man's body. So in other words, we are seeing that a save, it speaks to man being complete in his body. In other words, your body receives its sustenance, receives its ability to grow, receive its ability to withstand all the adverse elements in, in, the, in the world and atmosphere. 
it receives that ability through the herbs you eat. This item that Esave referenced, Esave is telling us that this speaks to man becoming complete by virtue of this that he eats and the perception he has concerning what is good for what. The perception that completes his house. The perception that completes man's body. The perception that transforms man's body and makes it what it's supposed to be. Your body was created by God to heal itself. Doctors don't heal you. You and I know that. Doctors don't heal you. Your body heals itself. You're created that way. So when you get a cut on your hand, your body begins to act in healing itself. What the doctor does is that he will you know, provide you with certain medication that will provide the body with the tool it needs to complete that healing process. However, that medication a doctor provides, we don't know where it's made from. And most of these medications are made from petroleum. And because they are made from petroleum, it is not the kind of food that you need. The food you eat, it is what is meant by God to sustain you. It is what is meant by God to, 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 to make your body has the tools it needs to fight off any adversities. The food you eat is your medicine. The food you eat is your medicine. Now, back in the early days, this is what used to happen. That when a person has certain ailment, he goes to the elders, and the elders knowing what plant, what herb, what food is good for what. He educates this youngster and tells him what to eat or what to take or how to use what. And as he does that, his body is equipped with the tools it needs, the nutrients, the vitamins that it needs to fight off the condition that is affecting it. This is what God has given us. There's too many testimonies out there, my friend, of individuals with adverse chronic illnesses. And because they switch their diet from the sugar-based diet that we're being fed with in society today, they switch their diet from that to a plant-based diet where they feed upon plant-based products, the herbs of the land, the food that comes from the trees and the herbs. And as a result of this switch, they have literally brought their illnesses to a state of dormancy, non-existent, some of them totally cured. And these diseases are diseases that they are told cannot be cured. But because they switched to a plant-based diet, they have had that, that disease cured. They have had that disease gone into a dormant state, no longer affecting them. My friends, what God has given to us, it teaches us how we are preserved. And here in this third declaration, God is giving us the details of how to preserve ourselves. The so-called pandemic that we have in our society today. The one that they say is killing off people left, right and center and people are dropping like flies. We are yet to see that happening around us. But nonetheless, that's what's being reported. And everybody who has died has died from this pandemic. But my friends, we have seen various situations where individuals treat themselves at home from this ailment and recover. The recovery rate of this so-called pandemic is far greater than any other we have seen before. The recovery rate is so high, it's amazing it's called a pandemic. But individuals have treated themselves with herbs. The herbs that God gave us for food. The herb that God gave us for meat. 
My friends, this is what the Bible is telling us. It is telling us that this herb, the herb that God is talking about here, I have given you every herb bearing seed for food. Now, this is God identifying that it's not every herb. It is the herb that bears seed. The one that is upon the face of the earth. Not the one that is under the earth. Yes, petroleum came from under the earth. God says he's giving you every herb bearing seed which is upon the face of the earth for meat. So there are, there are three conditions here that the herb must, 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 must meet. It must be a herb. One, it must be bearing seed. And two, it must be upon the face of the earth. It can be in no cave. It can be under the earth. It must be upon the face of the earth. Those are the prescription. And this is a prescription that God has given to us. Throw out any prescription that doesn't involve this. This knowledge is what we used to have. But in recent time, this knowledge is called alternative medicine. It's no longer called the medicine. But the one that is built from petroleum products is called medication. And the one from herbs that God has given to us is called alternative medication. This is not alternative medication, my friends. This is a prescription God wrote for us. Take up this prescription and follow it. And no disease, no virus can ever kill you. You follow this, this prescription and your life is preserved. Because in the herbs of this on the face of the earth... God has placed the nutrients you, your body needs to fight off anything. Your body has that potential. Your body will flush out of its system anything that is adverse to it if you follow this prescription. This is just the first part of the prescription. We haven't touched the second part yet or the third part. Let us understand that we have been given this prescription to make us better. The herbs of the land it is for cleansing. The herbs of the land, the one that bears seed, is for our transformation. The herbs on the face of the earth is for our upliftment, for our development. It builds our immune system. It builds our immune system to face any adversity there is in life so that we can rise above them and go forth and create a life that God means for us to have. It is that important, my friends. That we take time out to follow God's prescription to the letter. Do not let anyone sway you from this with sweet talk and eloquent speeches. It's simple. Feed on the food God has given. And your bodies will become immune to any illnesses that there is out there. Diabetes comes from the food you eat. Hypertension is triggered and fed by the food you eat. Cancer is fed by the food you eat. If we eat the right food, there'll be no cancer. There'll be no diabetes. There'll be no hypertension. There'll be all these chronic illnesses will be eradicated from our lives. Alzheimer's, all these different kind of diseases that we see coming forth. It all can be traced back to the food we eat. And sometimes the things we inject in our bodies. Let us be vigilant and eat the food that is prescribed for us so that we can live the life that God designed for us to live. A life that is lived above all of these evils in our society. You want to live above evil? Follow God's prescription. You want to live above all the tragedies of life? Follow God's prescription. There's no better prescription to follow 
than the one that God made. Because guess what? God made you. He made you. He created you. He fashioned your body. He formed your body. So who is better to write a prescription for you? The doctor who spent seven years or 14 years studying your body? Or the one who created your body? Who will have better knowledge as to how your body functions? I tell you this, my friends. Doctors today do not fully understand the, all the dynamics of the human body. They know a lot. They have discovered a lot. They have studied a lot. But they still do not know and cannot fathom all the dynamics of the human body. But I tell you, God knows every detail about your body. He says every ear of your head is numbered. Everyone, and he knows the number of each of them. Think about that, my friends. Every ear on your head has a number. And God knows the number of each one. Not a hair fall from your head without his knowledge. Now, when I comb my ear, every time I comb my ear, ear fall out. And the Bible says not one fall out without God knowing. He knows the number for each of them. Now, if God knows the number for each of the ear on my head, don't you think he knows what my cells need to fight and win any battle against any virus and disease? Of course he does. So why don't I use this prescription then? Why don't we use this prescription? Because this is what God declares about man. He says, this is what man is. This is what he's supposed to be. This is what he's supposed to do. And this is how you preserve him. You want to be preserved, my friends? Follow God's prescription. Your food is your protection. It is your sustainer. It is your medicine. The very first encounter we have here with the statement that God made concerning man in this third declaration, it is informing us that our food is our medicine, that our food is meant to be that which sustains us. Here we are seeing that the food we eat is supposed to maintain us and sustain us. We are seeing that from this initial point, God meant for our food to be our medicine. It is that which completes us and makes us whole. The saying that your food is your medicine and your medicine your food is very correct. Because this is how God meant for it to be. We need to get rid of that which we are eating that does not make our life better but destroys our body. And begin to eat that which completes our body and gives us the, the power and the ability to fight the battles we need to fight in this world concerning our health. If you follow God's prescription, you can never be unhealthy. God's prescription, being the one who created you, is the very best prescription you can ever have. No doctor can write a better prescription. So let's follow this, this prescription and live our lives to the glory of God. Father, we thank you today that your love has kept us and God, that your love has prepared these various provisions for our lives to complete us to make us better you have made provisions that we be sustained amidst all the atrocities of life we are thankful to your god for these provisions we ask you lord as we express our thanks to you for them that you cause us to utilize your prescription and so enjoy the blessings you meant for us to have we give you thanks in jesus name amen have a great day now, my friends, and do remember that God loves you, and I do too. Shalom.